beautiful souls and welcome. You're listening to It's Glowing Well podcast, the show that encompasses all things beauty and wellness. I'm your guide and host star. I have been in the beauty and wellness business for over a decade, and I am here to inspire, educate, and keep things positive through the challenges we face in this incredible journey of becoming our best selves inside and out. So if you're ready, Let's take a deep breath and begin. Hey there, beautiful. How are you doing? How you feeling? So very happy you are here. I've definitely got a super important topic that I want to discuss today. And let me start by sharing that back in April, I had a surgery and ever since then, I have somehow (laughs) consumed myself with trying to better understand our lady hormones. Definitely something I have always known to be very important, but I never really knew why, other than I knew it would help with my quote unquote moods. So I just always thought when women in general tend to be moody, so what? Like big deal, it's part of life, right? But with all the hype up and more information coming out with the importance of hormone balancing, I've been diving into this rabbit hole and gaining so much knowledge that I have even signed up for a specialty certification under my wellness coaching certification regarding hormone balancing. So I want to share this information with all of you and help broaden your knowledge on this subject as it is really vital part to our womanhood. When you think of hormone balance, you probably tend to think of female hormones like estrogen, progesterone, and maybe just associate it with your menstrual cycle and fertility. But there is so much more to hormone balancing. So I want to take a closer look with all of you at the eight main hormones and why they matter, even if you're not looking to get pregnant, (laughs) because I know that's a common functionality for our hormones, but I digress. If you are not totally sure as to what hormones actually are, that's okay. Allow me to give you a quick rundown and review. Hormones are the most potent chemical messengers in our body. They control our metabolism, our hunger, moods, sleep, stress, sex drive, fertility, and on and on. They quite literally tell your body to do what it's supposed to do and when. The endocrine glands, um, including the pituitary, thyroid, adrenal glands, and ovaries, among others, are in control of hormone production. So the interconnectedness of these glands and hormones create a very delicate balance with each other to keep the body functioning optimally. Your temperature, your hunger, your satiety, sleepiness, fat storage or burn, stress response, and more all depend on the intricate balance. So if you're feeling burnt out, maybe you're having missing periods, brain fog, or any of these other symptoms of hormone imbalance, hormone imbalance may just be to blame. (laughs) So while there are over 50 different hormones in our body, 
let's take a little deeper look at some of the main hormones that control how your body functions. I am going to give you all an overview of the eight key hormones and how they affect your body. So here we go. And I will try to make this fun because I know that sometimes the scientific stuff can get a little so to say the least. So, okay, here we go. The one thing I think we all know as ladies is estrogen. This main female hormone is actually a group of hormones, which was something I never knew. I was like, wait, what? So your body actually produces over 16 types of estrogens with three major types. And in efforts of keeping things simple here, I'm just going to relay them as E1, E2, and E3. These are produced mainly in the ovaries, but also the adrenal glands and fat cells can produce small amounts of this as well, which is kind of interesting. So consider estrogen the hormone of femininity. It gives women feminine characteristics like curves, our awesome breasts, and also jumpstarts puberty in young females. So estrogen actually helps to regulate our cortisol levels, our urinary tract, heart and blood vessels, bones, breast health, skin, hair, mucous membranes, pelvic muscles, and of course, brain health and function. So one of the other common denominators to our female hormones is progesterone. And consider this the keep calm and carry on hormone because of its ability to calm the nervous system. Progesterone is secreted by, and this is a little tough for me to say, the corpus luteum, if I'm saying that right, which I'm pretty sure I am, but just in case I'm not, please forgive me. But this um, progesterone, this is secreted by the corpus luteum, which the body produces in the ovaries um, during the second half of our menstrual cycle if ovulation is to occur. So the primary role of progesterone is to prepare the lining of the uterus for pregnancy. If an egg implants into the wall of the uterus, progesterone is responsible for maintaining the pregnancy. But progesterone isn't only for baby making. It has a key role in protecting the brain from damage by promoting growth and repair of the protective layer nerve fibers that facilitate communication between the neurons. I know, right? Like super geeky stuff here, but hang with me. And it's pretty important, right? And that's not all. Progesterone also supports our breast health, cardiovascular health, nervous system, brain function, mood regularity, it helps to also ease anxiety. It helps to facilitate our memories and promoting healthy sleep and relaxation. Now, you've probably heard of cortisol, and that has been a common word that's been thrown around because cortisol kind of resides in our adrenals. It's the functionality of what the adrenals release. And of course, cortisol affects our gut health and on and on it goes. But to get more specific with what this hormone actually does, it's the body's main stress hormone. And this gets released from the adrenal glands at any sign of stress, whether that be physical, emotional, or mental. Before you start hating on cortisol, you do need it 
for survival, which is pretty interesting. Again, this kind of stuff always blows my mind, you guys. I, I don't know about you, but seriously, hang with me because it's about to get so much better. <laughs> it plays an important role in providing energy and even waking you up in the morning. So, however, too much of a good thing isn't always better. When cortisol runs high, other organs can shut down. Important systems like digestion and fertility aren't top priority when your body is under stress. And that's really important. So I'm going to repeat that one more time for you guys. Again, too much cortisol being a good thing isn't always better. When cortisol runs high, other organs shut down. Important systems like digestion and fertility aren't top priority when your body is under stress. So cortisol's role in the body is mobilizing energy from storage sites in the body, breaking down molecules to release energy, reducing inflammation and allergies, which is awesome. I don't know about any of you guys, but I totally struggle with seasonal allergies. So cortisol can actually be your friend in that department. Um, preventing the loss of sodium um, in the urine and helping to maintain mood and emotional stability. So one hormone that I feel gets overlooked in the essential eight that uh, we are discussing right now um, and that we have as women is the thyroid. But yet this hormone tends to act up frequently for women. The thyroid produces two main hormones. And again, for simplicity, I'm going to use T3 and T4. T3 is the active form of T4, okay? So most of which needs to be converted. The thyroid hormones regulate metabolism and the health of our hair, our skin, our nails, energy, weight, so much more. And even more importantly, thyroid directly impacts your adrenals insulin, and blood sugar levels. And even what your estrogen, oh, excuse me, and even your estrogen. So you see, you guys, it's, it's, it's all connected. It's all connected. So the T3 will help regulate, and again, this is in your thyroid, the metabolism, heart function, digestion, muscle control, brain development, and bone maintenance. Okay, so let's make sure that we chat about testosterone. Now, while you may associate testosterone with men, women do have testosterone also. It's produced in the ovaries and in small amounts in the adrenal glands. And again, the adrenal glands sit above the kidneys. So women need testosterone, but only a little bit. Too much testosterone can cause issues. For instance, testosterone is one of the hormones elevated in PCOS. So if you struggle with this, this is something that you can definitely get checked out by your doctor or maybe even do an at-home blood blood test for yourself. Um, But testosterone actually helps women to have a healthy libido. It sparks our sex drive, turns fat into muscle. Woohoo! increases bone density. Yay, no osteoporosis. 
and it boosts our mood, it manages our stresses, supports cognitive function, it signals the body to support blood cell production, it supports bone growth, and gives a sense of power, motivation, and assertiveness. Rock on, right? Like it's a, a little bit of a bummer that we only need a little bit of this. But one final fun fact with women having testosterone, when we get into our heavy work mode, testosterone gets released at an abundant level. It's what allows us to power through and persevere. However, when we get put back into our, sorry for this blatant phrase, our domesticated roles of being a mom, a wife, etc., we cannot make the shift as easily as men can. We literally need a period of time where our bodies can readjust before moving on. Also because of our limited testosterone, we need more sleep than men. Isn't that a fun fact? Like, yes, we do. I feel very strongly about that too. I absolutely believe that to be a fact. <laughs> so here's another one that oftentimes get overlooked unless we are discussing diabetes, which is insulin. Insulin is a hormone made in the pancreas. It's essential for helping your body regulate glucose levels in the bloodstream. As you eat, your glucose levels rise. This signals to the pancreas to release insulin, which binds to receptors on cell surfaces. Think of insulin as the gatekeeper that allows glucose into the cells for energy. Insulin is extremely important for hormone balance as a stable blood sugar is the foundation of maintaining healthy hormone balance. So insulin's role in the body is to transform glucose into energy, helps your liver take in excess glucose from your bloodstream for storages, signals your muscle and fat tissue cells to stop breaking down glucose to help stabilize your blood sugar level and helps maintain stable blood sugar. Okay, I'm excited about this one because it's my favorite hormone. <sighs> if one can actually have a favorite hormone, <laughs> it's melatonin. Think of melatonin as the sleep hormone. This hormone is activated in a response to darkness nighttime as one of its main jobs to sign signaling your body to go to sleep and stay asleep. Disruptions to melatonin can in fact, or excuse me, impact your ability to sleep and poor sleep negatively impacts your other hormones and your overall health. For example, Sleep deprivation can increase your risk of heart disease, injury, depression, mood disorders, and diabetes, while decreasing immune activity, gut function, and cognization. So melatonin's role in the body is responsible for setting our sleep-wake cycle, or otherwise known as your circadian rhythm. So some final thoughts on why hormones matter. As you can see, Hormones are quite literally keeping your system working, meaning in order to feel your best, everybody should care about their hormone balance and getting to and maintaining your hormones to an optimal level. This is especially true for women. Our bodies are more sensitive to shifts in hormones, and even the slightest shift can show off the entire or excuse me, not show off, 
throw off. Wow, I'm so tongue tied today because I'm so excited and fired up about this. Okay, so it can throw off the entire system. Just one hormone can create a domino effect that can negatively affect the entire balance. The good news, we have control over nutrition and our lifestyle factors that can affect hormone function and production. And that's pretty awesome. It's within our power to take control. So need a place to start? You can definitely research on Google, but please know that I am also here for you and I'm only a DM away. I am a complete true human being. I answer all my DMs directly. I am someone that you can totally reach out to um, and I will be there for you to answer any further questions or even if you would like to work with me on a one-on-one -on -one basis. All right, my friends, this is going to be a great place to pause for now. So with that and so much gratitude, I thank you for listening to this episode today and for joining me here on It's Glowing Well podcast. I am your guide and your host, Star, and I look so forward to being with you again on the next episode. If you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe to this podcast channel to stay up to date on all the latest episodes. And hey, if you really enjoyed today's show, I would love if you just took a moment to submit a review and even share with me what you love and what topics perhaps in the future that you'd like to talk more about. So if you want to take our friendship to the next level and hang out with me more often, please feel free to find me on Instagram at glowingwellwithstar. And you can also check out the blog and for further information with me at itsglowingwell.com. Until next time, I wish you love, light, and gratitude. Namaste. Namaste.